0: This brings me to a surah in the Quran titled Al-Hudrat, which could be translated to the chambers or the blocks, which I found to be very relevant to this issue. On the surface, it's clear why the title is given, and that's because people tried to talk to Prophet Muhammad from behind the walls of his home, which consisted of blocks or chambers, depending on the word we would choose to describe it. In the following verses, those who call you from behind the blocks most of them do not understand. Had they remained patient until you came out to them, it would have been better for them. But God is forgiving and merciful. However, looking in from another angle, I notice that the surah warns of the misuse of certain concepts and labels, which people should be mindful of and avoid. The first ayah, or verse, is, O you who believe, if a fasiq, a detached person, Brings you any news, investigate, verify, for you may harm people out of ignorance, and you may become regretful for what you have done. F. Then it continues O you who believe, no people should ridicule other people, for they may be better than they are. Nor shall any women ridicule other women, for they may be better than they are. Nor shall you slander one another, nor shall you insult one another with labels. What a bad disconnection this is, after having attained faith. Whoever does not repent, these are the wrongdoers. F. O you who believe, avoid most speculation assumptions for some speculations. Assumptions are sinful, and do not spy on one another nor backbite one another. Would any of you like to eat the flesh of his dead brother? You would detest it. So remain mindful of God. God is most relenting, most merciful. F. O people. We created you from a male and a female and made you races and tribes so that you may know one another, and that the best among you in the sight of God are the most righteous. God is all knowing, well informed. The desert Arabs say, We have believed. Say, You have not believed, but say, We are Muslims, for faith has not yet entered into your hearts. But if you obey God and His messenger, He will not diminish any of your deeds. God is forgiving and merciful. Say, are you informing God about your religion when God knows everything in the heavens and the earth and is aware of all things? They regard their Islam as a favor to you. Say, do not consider your Islam a favor to me. It is God who has done you a favor by guiding you to faith if you are sincere. I hope you could see from the signs, verses, the warning about using concepts, labels, and titles including the title of your religion, as being a distraction to your relationship with the Creator. So, Prophet Muhammad read received in the name of his Lord, and Prophet Solomon sent gave in the name of Allah, or, as it is known, Al-Basmalah. And the surah that didn't have Al-Basmalah from the 114 surahs in the Quran is surah, al tawbah which means repentance, which is an internal, intentional journey back to God. Maybe it didn't have albasmala, because the intention to go back can't happen without the Creator, so repentance is, in a way, the name of the Creator. The thing is, we are born conscious humans, but not fully aware. And when we got older, we became aware, conscious people, but couldn't seem to remember our human state. The journey of the self takes place by exploring both natures, a higher self in human consciousness, and a lower self in the person we have become. This fluctuation between the higher and lower self is part of the frequency and vibration required for the self to evolve. But there seems to be no two ways about the direction we should be taking. Repentance must happen for the split to happen, and the split must happen for growth, life to happen. So if we are going through a material world to find spirituality, why are physical rituals required? Rituals seem to be spiritual and physical reminders to the brain in our material world. It's like reminding our brain that there is a non-measurable element in life, and in that element we seem to be talking to ourselves in prayer, and bending the material for the spiritual in the form of moving our tongues, praying, and moving our physical bodies in belief to the Creator. Where the rational, calculating brain seems to be asking, What's going on? Are you guys sane? And that's what's interesting in recognizing the divide within and not trying to erase one for the sake of the other, because that's not possible. The duality seems to be the reason for why we are on Earth, and that's how we see growth in nature the split, the divide of cells, organisms, roots, etc. Trying to see our shortfalls. I tried to explain the difference between emotions and feelings. Emotions are from the brain, and feelings are from the mind. Although the brain is part of the mind, it split when we started using it for things it wasn't fit to do. Where emotions provide certainty, feelings provide wonder. Where emotions provide desire, feelings provide observation. Where emotions provide excitement, feelings provide joy. The brain, emotions, provides the answer and goes out using certainty, fantasy, desire, and excitement to achieve the goal and materialize the answer. And that narrow, impulsive nature makes it static and solid. The mind, feelings, asks for an answer while taking the journey of wonder, observation, contemplation, and hope to reach an answer. And that stable nature makes it dynamic and fluid. What do we have as people without these emotions and feelings? It is what drives every one of us, and it seems to be the only thing we have that drives our actions to live a specific reality. That's why, if I had to guess, Adam and Eve ate from the tree of imagination. And just like everything else, imagination is divided into these two ends, feelings and emotions, resulting in the split of the brain from the mind. When we stopped observing God's creation in order to grow with it, we started observing ourselves, which led to the inward journey of discovering ourselves. It seems that some will continue the inward journey and others might be willing to start the outward journey. The journey outward will require making our brains work for our minds. For that to happen, the person has to work for the human. For that to happen, we should realize the person isn't all we are. This is a hard thing to ask. Letting go of all that we think makes us who we are, maybe that's the first or last step we need to take to move forward. Maybe this situation could help us understand why Prophet Abraham was asked to sacrifice his own son, a part of him,